to lead us every Sunday. Um, they get here at 8 a.m. every Sunday. Many of them play two to three times a week. They practice sometimes throughout the week as well. So if we could, this is kind of one of the few Sundays they get off in a year. As a small token of appreciation, can we give our worship band a round of applause? I also wanted to point out, we have um, handouts available for kids, um, because our elementary kids are staying in the service today, as far as I'm aware. So if you want a handout for your kid, um, and you didn't get one when you came in, raise your hand, and our ushers or greeters will be sure to get one of those to you as soon as possible. Um, The original plan for today's service was for us to have a baptism, but nobody signed up to be baptized. Zero. So everybody at this church, I take it, has been baptized, and you're all obedient. So great job, church. Um, We had to tweak our plans just a little bit since there's no baptism. And so we have some very unique things planned for you guys today. Um, I think it's going to be a big blessing to you. And we're going to start off our service from uh, hearing from someone this morning whose life has been greatly impacted and changed by God this year. Um, We love hearing stories of transformation here at Wellspring, because it gives us um, an opportunity as a church to celebrate what God is doing um, in the midst of our people. And so this morning, we're going to have the chance to hear from uh, Lauren May. So Lauren, you can go ahead and come on up. And I think her husband, Justin, might be coming up as well. She said, sometimes I can get really emotional, so can Justin just stand up there with me in case I need him to finish a sentence or something like that. Um, So I'll, I'll, I'll give you this mic as well in case you need to talk. So this is Lauren and Justin. Uh, Give them a warm welcome. Is it on? We good? Okay. All right. This is like the most nerve-wracking thing, guys. Okay. So like Justin said, my name is Lauren May. This is my husband, Justin, our son, Judah, (laughs) who's staring at me. Um, we have been blessed to call Wellspring our church home for going on four-ish years. So we've been here for a solid amount of time. Um, and something that Justin kind of asked me to, um, since you know I was a backup plan to baptisms, um, is just how God has moved in my life, um, changed or challenged me, um, or encouraged me in 2017, which I feel like for me was, whew, a lot. Um, I think it's safe to say that 2017 was definitely the most eventful year of my life, um, to say the very least. I was stretched in ways I didn't even think possible. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) So in March of this past year, our son Judah was born crazy hair and all. Um, And... (laughs) I would like to think that us becoming new parents was kind of like how most people become new parents. It was pretty shaky, a little crazy at times, but um, a a normal scenario. Um, When I was 20 weeks pregnant with Judah, we found out that he had a heart condition. Justin said I was an emotional speaker, so he warned you. Um, But we found out he had a heart condition, and um, honestly, it was the biggest blessing to find out um, while I was pregnant because by the time he was born, I thought that we had Googled everything and talked with a million doctors and we had 
somewhat prepared ourselves for any situation, or so we thought. <laughs> um, and honestly, aside from having to monitor his heart, um, we had a ton of equipment sent home with us. Um, the first few months were like very typical of a newborn experience, which we are super grateful. Um, aside from, like I said, monitoring his heart and going to multiple doctor's appointments um, a week. Um, so then, um, around the three-month mark, um, his heart condition finally showed its face. Um, it progressed within a week, um, which is not likely um, with his condition, so it went from like totally normal life to um, a hospital stay that ended in the scheduling of open-heart surgery. <laughs> Struggling? <laughs> um, so, to say that our lives were again completely flipped upside down in a matter of seven days was um, kind of heartbreaking. Our first couple of months were, can I have one of those? Um, so normal that it kind of seemed like he didn't actually have anything wrong. Um, so, again, we had no choice but to keep a level head also. Obviously, I'm an emotional person, but um, during that week, I, like, barely shed a tear. I was just, like, I had to, like, keep my eyes on the prize and just realize that we had absolutely no control. And um, for the first time, pretty much in my whole life, I had to take the advice that I had always given out. Oh, like, just trust in God and, and all this stuff, and all of those are always meant well, but it was the first time that I was like, oh, my gosh, like, do I even believe that? Um, am I living that out? Because I was being tested in that way, and um, it was pretty scary, because I really did have to trust that God was um, completely in control of my son's life. Um, so, obviously, we were terrified, but we did what we had to do. Um, in those moments, that two-week um, hospital stay, including his surgery, was the most I had ever been stretched, um, physically, emotionally, and definitely spiritually. Um, I think that, like I said, I had kind of grown up my whole life um, believing that, like, God would never leave you, um, and you kind of grow up with, like, all of this knowledge of God, and then you have to kind of put it into practice, um, and it really challenges you to think about what you say you believe. Um, and I think for us, that was definitely no different. Whew. So, um, not only was I challenged in my faith, but I could feel it waver many times. Um, it was not easy to just, like, sit in a hospital room and, and pray and, and feel, like, comfort immediately. Um, but I have never seen God show up in our lives than I did in this past year. Um, gosh, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, he, it was so evident that he never left, even if I maybe wasn't aware of it. Um, he showed up in the most tangible ways. It was so cool to see. Um, obviously, we had so many people telling us we were, they were praying for us, and and there were very distinct moments this past year where, like, 
I just, I could feel it. Like, it's, it seems so weird to say, but I was like, man, I can, like, really feel that people are praying for us. Um, not just for him, but, like, our hearts as well. Um, and then just people would show up with meals or um, when I thought that I was fine, I had people just kind of swoop in and, and care for me and my heart um, in, in ways that I didn't really know how to ask for. Um, but God knew the whole time um, what I needed. Uh-uh, I can't hold you. Um, so I, it, being a part of the Wellspring community um, was the biggest blessing um, during this time. Um, I had, I mean, I don't know, we just were so wrapped around um, in the craziest of ways. And, and again, when I didn't really know if I was feeling God, um, kind of after the fact, I was able to just sit down and really reflect on what the heck happened. And um, kind of like I had said, I wasn't very emotional in the hospital. It, it hit me like three months after, and then I just like exploded. <laughs> um, but it was a really cool experience to be able to sit and reflect on where God had showed up and that he hadn't left and he was never going to leave. Um, and just being able to see time and time again that when I didn't know how to like call on the Lord for help, um, I didn't necessarily have to, that people were showing up anyway. And he was just shoving people um, and encouragement and different things um, our way. And now kind of on the flip side of that, we've gotten to pour out to other people. And um, I've gotten connected with more people in this church than I ever had. Um, and that has been huge for our family. So I would like to think that 2018 will be slightly less eventful. <laughs> um, but... I just, I hope and pray that I hold on to the fact that I know that um, God is with us in our best moments and definitely in our worst, and um, just the fact that he never leaves regardless of where you think you are in your pain is just huge. I'm done. <laughs> is this mine? This one? Okay. Turn my phone off. Thank you, Lauren. Awesome, awesome stuff. All right, we're going to kind of continue sharing uh, for a few minutes, if you will. And I'm going to open the floor up um, to those of you that have called Wellspring, um, your home church, this past year. I want to pass the mic around, um, if you'd be willing to share. And we'd love to hear just from um, a handful of people on how God has moved in your life this past year or changed your life in some way. Um, maybe he Maybe God provided for you in an amazing way, in an area where you just were crippled with doubt and fear, or maybe there were some sin patterns in your life that were brought to the surface and kind of revealed to you that you're dealing with, and so now you're in the process of healing um, and just working through those things and being transformed in specific ways. Um, this is just an opportunity uh, for our church to be encouraged by just um, a few stories of what God is doing in the midst of our people. So um, if you want to share, we ask that you stand up and hold the mic close so people can hear you here and also on the live stream as well, watching from home for those heathens that decided to stay home because of the cold. So the floor is open. I'll pass the mic around if, if you have something to share that you think would be a blessing for our church to hear. So raise your hand. Brittany, coming. 
Hi, guys. Um, my name is Brittany, and I'm on staff here, um, and I have been for the past six months. Um, this has just been a whirlwind of a year for us. Um, we had our first son in February of this past year um, after many years of trying, and that was just such a huge blessing to us. Um, and we felt the community of Wellspring so strongly then that just wrapped around us and celebrated um, the new life in our family. Our, we had a revolving door for a month at our house, which was really awesome. And then I came on staff um, in June, and I thought I was coming on staff because it was going to make my life a little less hectic, and I could stay home with my child, and I could pour into some kids here, and um, and those those things were all true and great. Um, but I we kind of just found out this fall why I really came on staff. Um, we found out in September that we were pregnant again with our second child, and. Um, we lost that child in November, and that was the hardest thing we've ever had to go through. And I've just found that being on staff has really, um, I've been immersed in a culture that cares about me, and I've had members of the staff and members of our community reach out to me in ways that I can't even describe, and, and Matt as well, um, and just love on us through the biggest blessing at the beginning of the year and just the hardest time of our lives at the end of this year. And so we've just kind of had a year like this. But the community um, and God's faithfulness is no different than it was in February versus what it was in November and what it is now. Um, and had I not had the opportunity to go to staff meetings on Tuesdays or meet with Bob or have a relationship with Marissa or Sam or anyone else, Aaron Willoughby, people who've really um, just shown up in my darkest hour has been just amazing. And I don't think that I would be chasing after God where I am right now if I hadn't had the opportunity to um, to be on staff here and to just experience the community that Wellspring has. So I just wanted to share that with you guys and know that if you're hurting or there's a part of your life that... Um, that you need to share with someone that there are people here that care about you and um, it's just been such a huge blessing for us so yeah thank you for those thank you anyone else yes dave hey guys oh, sorry um you guys probably all see me almost every week because I'm always up there. For some reason, I don't ever look out and like see you guys' faces. I know a lot of you, but it's just kind of weird staying here talking to the mic again, even though I do it. Um, so what I wanted to talk about um, this morning is, uh, I don't know, hey, Kelsey, is Brent here? Okay. So Brent Irwin's not here this morning, and I don't know if he would even share this if he was, but um, this last year we did, um, as a church, our first men's encounter um, that Wellspring actually hosted and put on. And um, it's something that uh, we have been taking some guys to, but always attending from other churches. And this last <clears throat> this last year was the first one that we ever did ourselves, And it was a big, it was a big process and it was a lot of work. Um, but it was one of the most impactful and meaningful things I think I've ever really seen in our church community happen. Um, and so just, uh, I wanted to kind of give a little shout out to Brent because um, he kind of works behind the scenes and people don't know what he's doing all the time. I know a lot of the guys do, but, um, and then also just say thank you to all the guys that came and uh, to all the guys that haven't come yet. We're going to do another one and some more after that. So it's exciting, but just uh, the support and the, um, 
just the vision of of uh, the community to be able to do an event like that and have it be as meaningful and as impactful and as um, life changing as it was is just really really important to me. And I know that's one of the reasons why our family's been here at Wellspring for a long time. So that's all I had. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Anyone else? All right, fair enough. <clears throat> okay, well, we're going to kind of transition now into the main portion of our service. Um, this is going to kind of replace what would typically be a sermon. Um, Kelsey Irwin has created a really cool slideshow for us um, to guide us through some prayer and scripture and a time of reflection. Um, and so before we do that, we want to give you guys a minute of silence. And if you want, if you're a note taker, there are some sheets of papers inside kind of the inside parts of your pews. So if someone wants those, maybe that person sitting there can pass them down. If you're a note taker, not everyone's a note taker. So if you're not, that's fine. But those are available for you if you want to use those. Every row should have them. Um, so I'm going to give us just a minute or two of silence after I pray. And we're going to just have some silence for you to prepare your hearts, um, to center yourself just for what God wants to speak to you through kind of the main portion of our service today, because um, there's some really cool stuff prepared. So I'm going to pray for us, and then after a little bit of silence, uh, Kelsey will kick off the video and slideshow for us. God, we thank you for bringing these people here today, God, um, as we wrap up the year 2017, and just all the things that we went through, and the, the lessons learned, and just how we just learn more about your character, and just your heart, just full of love um, and joy as you look upon us, God. So, Lord, as we enter this time of just prayer and scripture and reflection, Lord, open our hearts and our minds to what you want to speak to us and encourage us with this morning, God. Uh, so hear our prayers right now. Thank you guys for sitting with us in the silence. Um, hopefully that was an opportunity for you uh, to connect with God in perhaps a new way, just a fresh way. Um, as we kind of transition to the final portion of our service, we're going to invite all of you guys. Todd, can I get the lights up here? We're going to invite all of you guys to join us in an act of remembrance. Um, author Donald Miller in his book, um, a Million Miles in a Thousand Years had this to say. He said, the saddest thing about life is you don't remember half of it. You don't remember even half of half of it. Not even a tiny percentage if you want to know the truth. We are forgetful creatures. And while it is impossible for us to remember every detail of our lives throughout the years, uh, we do have the choice um, to remember some things if we choose to do so. 
And there is an Old Testament story that we've shared here many times, specifically on this service, on the last service um, of each year, um, that shows God's people being intentional about remembering what he had done in their lives. Um, When the Israelites were being led um, by Joshua kind of into the promised land, they had to cross the Jordan River. And at one point in their journey, when, when they reached the Jordan, God stopped the flow of the Jordan River so that they could cross through on dry land. So to kind of put it in our perspective, imagine having to cross the Missouri River just over there and the water flow stopping and actually seeing the water rise so that you could walk through the Missouri River on dry ground. That would be an insane and remarkable thing to experience, right? You would definitely never forget that. And that is something that the ancient Israelites Israelites saw with their own eyes. So in the midst of that, God told Joshua after they had seen that, he said, I want you guys to gather some rocks from the Jordan River and hold on to them and, um, and remember them and use these rocks to remind you of my goodness and my provision for you and your families. And so we're going to read just a small portion of that story as we come to a close today. So if you have a Bible, go ahead and open it up uh, to Joshua chapter 4. I believe it's page 195 if you're using a pew Bible. Joshua 4, starting in verse 4. It says, So Joshua called together the twelve men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, and to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask, What do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, uh, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. Uh, They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to their camp, Uh, where they put them down. Joshua set the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. So today we're going to invite you guys uh, to take a stone and to have that stone remind you what God has done in your life this year. Um, We have lots of stones up here on both sides with several markers as well for you guys to write on. And what we'd like for you guys to do is this. As you reflect back on the year 2017, what's a single word or a short phrase that you want to remember for this year? What's a single word or a short phrase that you want to remember for the year 2017? Maybe God, as we talked about a little bit earlier, maybe God set you free from some patterns of sin. And it just became clear to you. And so maybe freedom is your word. Uh, Perhaps you came this year to understand God's forgiveness in a deeper way. And so maybe that's your word for this year. Um, There's no wrong or right answers at all. 
This is all between you and God. No right or wrong answers. Um, we want you to write down um, on this stone something that you're going to you know, remember for years to come. And we want you to place this somewhere where you're going to see it. Don't shove it you know, in a drawer that you're never going to look at. Place it somewhere where you can see it a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now. So when your family or friends or kids or grandkids say, hey, what's, what's that rock from 2017? You know, and it's the year 2030, you can say, oh, let me tell you that story. Let me tell you what God did in my life that year, how he provided and, and showed up in some incredible ways um, so that you can be reminded of his goodness and pass that on to your friends and family. So I'm going to pray for us. And um, once I'm done praying, you are welcome in no particular order to come up out of your seat and just take a rock and mark down your word or phrase. And after that, you're free to go. Um, there's no uh, dismissal. If you need some time after I pray, if you want to sit in silence for five or ten minutes, that's fine as well. Take your time. Just be respectful of other people. If you're ready to get out of here, be respectful of people who are praying and trying to have some time with God. Um, and I was also told to announce I, um, there's also a potluck lunch going on. So if you get done, feel free to go downstairs and uh, join us for that as well. So I'm going to pray for us, and then um, you're welcome to come forward and uh, take your rock. God, we thank you so much for your provision for this year, God. You did some incredible things in the lives of people of this church, God. There were victories, God, and there were a lot of valleys and a lot of heartbreak as well, God. Um, and I know there are so many stories out there, Lord, um, of where you showed up and provided in some incredible ways, God, where you rocked people's world with your love and your goodness, God, and your conviction as well. Um, so, God, as we just take this time now to reflect on 2017, I pray that we would write something down that, that we're going to stick with, God. Um, show us, if we're not clear, God, just maybe a big takeaway from this year so that we can take these rocks and remember what you did in our lives, God. And may we never forget, God. We are forgetful people. Help us to remember something, God, that we can pass on to people in our lives that you did in this year, God. So just be with this time.